welcome to Dramas with the Sad Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm K Muse. I'm K Drama Jen. I'm CL Kita. And I'm Kara the Mockney. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our kimchi Patreon supporters. It's a great place to chat with us about recent dramas and what we're watching. The link is in our show notes. And today's topic, speaking of Patreon, today's topic um, was actually suggested by one of our Patreon supporters. So Liliana, this is for you. We are going to be talking today about one of my favorite members of my menagerie, that is Kim Soo Hyun. I actually have my Kim Soo Hyun coffee mug right here. You can't see it, but I have it. Um, <laughs> but so, it's there. Yes. My very first trip to Korea, I saw this mug and I was like, oh, I need it. So I figured in honor of tonight, I'm drinking water out of my Kim Soo Hyun mug. Um, so today we are going to kind of do a fangirl stocking. Um, we're going to chat all about his filmography. And we're, I'm looking forward to it because I think I've seen everything on this list. Oh, no, I'm the same. I'm like, I think I've watched probably 98% of everything he's done. Yeah. So, so we're going to talk about his filmography. We're going to then kind of break it down into what's a must watch. What could you watch if, if you're in the mood? And then, you know, only for the diehard fans. So let's get started. Okay, let's talk about his most current drama. It's okay to not be okay. That is actually one that we are recapping for the blog. We we need to talk about this. How, how do you describe him? He's like this very, very sensitive, physically strong, sexy god of a man. Sexy. Oh my gosh, you guys, you guys. We have an abscene, like... Multiple ones. Multiple, multiple ones. Not, Finally some abs. Not only do they give us multiple ab scenes, but it's not even gratuitous. Well, okay, it's always gratuitous. But he worked hard on those, and I feel like we should appreciate that. But we need to also realize that this is a character that is flawed, and he is very strong, very responsible, and he's also someone who has been horribly hurt, looked over most of his life. And I just, I, I feel like he is nailing this role, especially as the duality of him being this dependable, strong, great guy that everyone wants to be around. And then as someone who hurts and, you know, his heart is broken and he's got self-doubt and self-confidence issues, just normal stress. And he's not a millionaire. He's just a normal guy. And I love him. He really is just incredible. I'm watching this performance like I've liked him before from all the things that you all, you all have had me watch of his. But this one is just we're seeing the absolute depth, the great emotions that he can pull out. He is amazing. And yeah, my heart hurts for him when he cries, when he's trying to handle something that's just beyond his capacity. It just I'm right there with him. And it's been amazing to watch. And I love this drama. It's a very much it's very much a dark fairy tale. But I can also see that this is going to be this almost feels like a healing drama, too, in its own. Well, healing a very twisted person. But other than that, <laughs> it's yeah. just 
Yeah, it's been very layered, and he's been brilliant in it. I agree. Uh, this is K-Drama Jen. This particular performance, first of all, what I love about this drama is that it takes a lot of the traditional tropes and it switches them around so that she's the one doing the wrist grab. She is the very domineering um, kind of personality of the two of them, especially in the beginning. But he's sort of like repressed and inside kind of who he wants to be or who he wishes he could be is the way she is. And so he just does such a great job of showing that. So in one, you know, in one moment, he's this loving, caring brother. Everybody wants him to be like their son-in-law. But then he has these moments where he breaks free. And I just think he does such an amazing job with that. Yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite roles for him. So I was shocked when this started because this is his first show back from the military. So this yeah. is his first project post-military. And we're all in this, um, it's a drama discussion group. You know, there's like a thousand people. So there's tons of people there. But there's a lot of newer watchers, watchers that haven't watched a lot of the old stuff and how they were talking about how they don't find him attractive necessarily. And I'm like, are you mm -hmm. insane? <laughs> Are you insane? And then it got me to thinking that really he's such a good actor that it adds to his attractive level. You know, like watching him emote is like so sexy, even when he's crying and bawling and traumatized. It's like, <laughs> oh, you know, something about his ability to create a character is very appealing visually and emotionally and to the drama fan inside me and so i hope that some of those people that didn't see his appeal have changed their tune just after watching the show i have heard that some of them have so uh, definitely i think he's an actor that is being introduced for the first time for a lot of drama fans that have started since dramas have become more mainstream and if that's you then you should definitely go watch some of his past uh, performances that we're mm -hmm. going to be talking about because he is so talented about creating characters and it's never the same type every single time. I just needed to like emote that I was traumatized that people did not find him attractive. I can't imagine. I can't no. even. I can't not even. But, you know, to each their own, but I hope that they've been shown the error of their ways <laughs> and <laughs> that they are eating their words now. Well, because um, he's the one that, like, when he went into the military, so even before military, he really wasn't doing major projects. There was just that one um, that was sort of like an experiment. And then he went into the military and then he came out and we really didn't see much of him. So, like, I've just been waiting and waiting for him to pick a project. So I'm glad he picked this one. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. very picky about what he does. Mm -hmm. And and he's been acting since he was, what, 18, 19? So a long time. Like, he's been in a lot of shows, and he was the younger version of uh, various characters in late teens way back when, like, Giant was airing. And, you know, so there's a lot of older dramas where he was the younger version. He I did not know has, that. Yes, he has a very wide filmography. Uh, a lot of his older roles are when he was younger versions of the adult actors. And so uh, he's been very picky. And I think he's chosen amazing roles that have really 
highlighted how talented he is. He ha- He's not one of those actors that just does anything that comes his way. So Ji Chang-wook could learn a few things from him. Yes, yes he could. <laughs> not that we're bitter. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> All right. So next on our list is You Who Came From The Stars, or also known as My Love From Another Star, where he plays an alien and not the green alien with antenna type, just a human who from a different planet who falls in love with a human and being an alien, he has superpowers. He doesn't, doesn't age. <laughs> no, he doesn't age. And he's just this one. Now this is one of those that y'all made me watch because the peer pressure is real people. <laughs> <laughs> but, and so I had a hard time just because the female lead, she was compared to his very stoic character. She was just, she was a clown. And so I struggled with that comparison. I know you guys, you felt she was very fresh and different in that drama age, I guess you could say. I think she's an actress that you either really like or you don't. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, she's not an actress that everyone likes, but if you like her, you really like her. Yeah. And then unfortunately for me, I just, I don't connect with her. So, but I still enjoyed it. And a large part of it is due to his, his performance, because even though he's stoic and it drove me nuts because... I, I tend to try to read people's faces to understand what they're feeling, but his his eyebrows were covered during like the entire drama. I'm like, is he being sarcastic? I can't tell. And there's it was he's definitely extreme micro expressions when he has to be stoic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think if I had the uh, capacity to go back and watch it again, I probably would enjoy it more. But as it was, I did enjoy it for his role and just for. Again, it was a good it was a good solid role. It was a solid story and he did an impressive job. This is one of the shows that is like one of my happy place dramas that if I oh my word. need to go back and actually a couple of his shows are. There's another one we're going to talk about that I've, I can watch again and again. And so You Who Came From The Stars or My Love From Another Star is really was one of my, is one of my favorites of his. Although It's Okay To Not Be Okay is also one of my favorites now, but I just really liked. Now I happen to be a fan of the leading lady from You Who Came This From the Stars, so she does not bother me at all. I actually love her, per, like kind of like sassy personality. But I really enjoyed their kind of tension in this one, and of course the ten second kiss thing was is still very memorable to me. So, so definitely this is I yeah this is one of my that I really I like him in this. I 100% agree with Jen. This is one of my happy place dramas. It just, the romance was so fun to watch come onto screen. And I know she was like extreme and everything, but he was extreme in his own way where he was so extremely stoic and kind of disinterested in everything because he'd been around and seen it all and he was just done. And she comes in and is so crazy that it just, Pops his life all around. It's just a really cute show that is a must watch for a drama fan, in my opinion. And so I highly recommend this. And his performance was perfection. Do men June. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his character was pure perfection. Watching him go from Mr. Sunday alien to this jealous human who falls in love with this crazy girl was the best thing ever. 
This drama is in my top 10. It has all of my favorite tropes. I just can't love it enough. So that brings us to another one of my happy place dramas, which, um, oh my gosh, I just love it so much, is Moon Embracing the Sun. I just, so first of all, I love this drama just in general because there are so many of the like now actors and actresses that were the younger versions. And then you had just a really stellar cast as the older versions. It's a what would you call it? It's a historical, it's like a but it's fantasy not. Yeah, fantasy fusion historical. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's not real people that have to go by some historical accuracy. Yeah. So they can really play with the story arcs. So you're not like, oh, that prince married this woman and then that person was killed and blah, blah, blah. You know, because sometimes in historicals, that really can give you spoilers on what is going to happen in the future. But this one's like, especially for the time, it's one of the first ones where it was a totally unique historical plot. And then they added kind of a shaman mysticism into it, which worked so well. It was so good. And so he is playing the prince and he's just, so he's married to somebody he doesn't want to be married to because he was originally promised to somebody else. Well, he and actually married the main girl. Right. And then yes. she was murdered by some, his evil grandmother who wanted him to marry a different person. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Except she wasn't, she, but she was. She only, like, was mostly dead. <laughs> she was very mostly much a, dead. Oh, no. It was very much a Princess Bride yeah. kind of situation where the shaman put a spell on her to where it seemed like she was dead, but then she came back to life soon after and was esconded away (laughs) and so as we describe it it sounds really dumb but really it's really good and his performance in this oh wow i just yeah oh so good i need to watch it again me too and again like the leading lady her performance isn't the best especially compared to the younger version Mm -hmm. however the story arc all alone and him pulling the traumatized king who is still in love with his first love who died oh my word like he's celibate because he is so in love with his first wife yeah that he never consummates his marriage to the second wife so that's like oh my word yep yeah Mm -hmm. oh my (laughs) it is it is phenomenal i just have to say for all our listeners guess which two people convinced me to watch this drama (laughs) Oh, like, seriously, it makes my heart just pitter-patter. Just oh, my thinking. gosh. I was just thinking about it. I was just like, I need to watch that again. I know. I know. <gasps> Let's do it. Let's binge it. I've watched at least five times. Good every single time. Yeah. Gets me every single time. Wait, wait, wait. Carrie, that's all you have to say? No, that's not all I have to say. Oh, I was okay. just letting them gush. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, no, have I... you watched it? I didn't think either of you have watched it. Oh, no, yeah. I did. Right okay. at the beginning of my uh, my drama journey. I don't know what to call this. My journey <laughs> I, down the rabbit hole. We forced you to watch in which ones we haven't. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely one of the ones that you made me watch. And I did complete it. I loved the, the younger cast. And he was the one that carried me through. Because you're right, the female lead for the older cast, she she was hard to connect with. I sense a theme there now that I say that. Anyway, but yeah, he was the, he was the reason I was able to keep watching. And it's just... 
he is he's brilliant. So between peer pressure and Kim Soo Hyun, yeah, I I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what I think. Everyone knows that I don't do historicals. And I don't do historicals. No, let me say what my say. Let me me have my say. So I don't do historicals. I watched this drama before I discovered that I don't do historicals. Because as I was going through all the, the dramas that needed to be watched whenever I first started watching years and years ago, I landed on this and I was like, oh, it's not historically correct. I absolutely adored the younger couple. I still say that their story was stronger than the couple later on. Kim Soo Hyun, he he was amazing. He was amazing in this role. I watched the whole thing. I watch it about once a year. Did that just surprise you guys? It did. <laughs> I'm surprised. But I'm so proud of you. Me too. So I, yeah. It, it has a high rewatch value, a very high rewatch value. But I actually like this drama for more than you would think. His little sister. I kind of, which I'm sure we'll have a conversation about this later on, but like the little princess, the whole cast of characters was so well thought out. And this drama is one of those dramas that all the puzzle pieces fit together like they should. The leading lady is not a firecracker. She's not. No. But she is the perfect foil for his character. Because his emotions, he was able to emote so much off of her that it carried the show, in my opinion. She she has a quiet love, and her character in the beginning had a quiet love for him. If she had been our, our standard plucky heroine, it would be a little bit different, but she has no expectations. He has every expectation because he's king. And I really felt like she was appropriate. Her character was appropriate. And everything he did, because he was trying to crack her. And it's the exact opposite of what we're used to in a drama. Very true. And he was trying to crack her. He was the one that was like, this is this. And she's like, you're married. I'm supposed to be dead. I love you, but I'm going to love you quietly from here. So I actually really like that. And this is one of my favorite dramas. And I totally recommend this one. Wow. I'm shocked. Yeah. (laughs) So on that note, as we are all shocked, let's talk about the producers, which is, I'm not sure how many of you have watched this one. I have. It was, you have. Okay. Uh, it was with, it actually has a lot of big names. It's mm-hmm. um, Kim Soo-hyun and it was Suzy. And what's the girl's name? Well, it had, uh, I, had IU in it. It had um, oh, uh, not Gong Suzy, Hyo, sorry, had Gong Hyo it Jin. It was IU, not Suzy. had Gong Hyo Jin. So, I mean, this was a pretty big name show. And it was interesting because I think it, was very unexpectedly written for a lot of people because it wasn't a show that gave us a lot of dramatic romance or I guess my expectations versus what I got was different. I mean, everyone did a very good job in what their roles were. I'm just not sure if I really enjoyed their roles. 
And for me, this was, I was looking forward to it. Um, this was really the first or the last thing he did before he went into the yeah. military. And so I was like, okay, one last hurrah. And I think I, met, I referred to it earlier. It was sort of an experiment. Like it was, it was very, it was. a very different kind of drama. It was set up to feel kind of like, um, they were behind the scenes, you know, in a production studio kind of thing. Hence the name, the producers. And it didn't have like the big, like you kind of expected that he would be the leading man and get the girl. And there just, there were a lot of twists and turns, but it was just very different. So it's one of those that um, it didn't fit the mold at the time or even now. But even that said, I'm not sure how much I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It For what they were going for, they pro- produced it very well. I'm not sure I enjoyed it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like his performance, it was perfect for what they obviously wanted. I thought he and IU had amazing chemistry amazing in it. Amazing chemistry. Like, really well done. I really, really, really wish that they had their own show together someday. Uh, because it was an ambiguous ending. They really didn't connect the two romantically. It was a one-sided romance on multiple levels. It just felt unsatisfying (laughs) a little bit. And I hate to say that because I do like experimental shows and I don't always need the guy to get the girl or whatever happens, but it just felt, it left me feeling unsatisfied, even though it was very well done. I kind of want to watch it again because I watched it with high expectations because I knew it was his last show before military. Um, So I'm wondering how I would feel now. Yeah. Anyway. Next. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next is Dream High, which also has IU in it now that I think Mm -hmm. about it. Yep. And we've got Susie and actually there's, there's a fair number of names. And even though it's honestly Dream High is a bit shallow. And it's just, it's, it's fluffy, but I loved it because honestly, high school fluff is what I live for. Well, this was college, high school, college. No, it was high school. It was high high school. school. Yeah. High school fluff. Okay. So it's been a while since I've watched too. But it was like a musical high school. So it was like a specialized. It was was amazing. (laughs) So I know, yes, it's fluffy. Yes. It has some flaw. Okay. A lot of flaws. I love Dream High. It was one of like... One of my earlier dramas that that had that high the one of my earlier high school dramas, I guess, and I loved that it had the music and the kind of like launching themselves into the K-pop world. It introduced me really to K-pop for the first time, and so I was listening to Miss A, Tuckyon's oh, was two p.m. two p.m. two p.m. Uh-huh. Yep. So those were some of my first ones because of the show. Um, so, and then I, you know, started following Suzy's music in general and so on and so forth. So now as far as Kim Soo Hyun's performance in this, I was completely drawn in. Like, I just loved that he started out as this sort of like goofy country bumpkin and became like totally hot. Oh, yeah. I, I loved that too. And I really connected with him also because I have tinnitus. He has tinnitus. My tinnitus does not like take over my hearing like his does. But it was just like, you know, it's one of those things that you rarely see in a drama because who cares if your ears are ringing. But for him, that was critical to his character's success in overcoming that. And so it's just like, hey, he's like me. Yeah. <laughs> so it it was an odd little connection to make, but I loved it. 
I just, I liked the whole drama. I liked kind of the backdoor look into the music industry. I loved listening to IU sing. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I really understood just what, what kind of a performer she was. And I was, I became a fan from Dream High. But yeah, that was, the same. I enjoy that one. Yeah, actually, that is also for me, too, that I started listening to her music because she's just got such a gorgeous voice. Mm-hmm. She didn't draw me in as an actress as much in this one um, that came on, you know, that came for me later. It was her music that really drew me in. Oh, I thought she was adorable in this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to break from the crowd. <laughs> I don't really like Dream High. I That's think okay. he did a good job. The performances by everyone but him are really green, like really green. And it just wasn't a show that connected with me. I just didn't feel connection to the characters. I liked his musical abilities in the performance. I just didn't get connected in. I didn't really care what happened to them all. And so this one for me is probably a miss. So that's just my personal preference and but i also watched it very early on when i started dramas and it definitely was not what i was looking for in a drama right at the beginning and as i said it's flawed but i still love it never watched it (sighs) oh see alquita i am a huge (laughs) disappointment to the other fangirls i'm not disappointed see alquita you you keep strong well no that's not necessarily the case (laughs) so i it just it just didn't appeal to me. Nothing about, I mean, I'm, I think I watched a couple of minutes of it. And if I remember correctly, it was, how old is this drama? Because I it's think I, it was like 2009. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe 2008. So, it's old. So this is whenever I very first started watching dramas. I was going through the grocery list of what I was supposed to like. I remember I was like, oh, this is a musical Boys Over Flowers. So, uh, because we all know that I hate that drama more than anything. And so it just, it was too, it it didn't hit me right. So I just passed on by. I'm sorry, guys. You don't have to apologize. It's okay. I mean, I I do judge you because you haven't tried it. But other than that, I mean. I, I gave it at least. Two minutes. Ten. (laughs) <laughs> at least 10 minutes and i was like peace out sorry not it is this. so that's my dream like i would love to be like to have a musical high school like that's like a school of the arts that's my dream that and awesome. maybe in korea i don't know but so, so we'll move what, on like a, what was the other one that was out around the same time that had jo jong suk and um daesung Oh, um, it was What's uh, Up. What's Up. Yeah. What's up? I love yeah. that. That one up. is a much better musical drama, in my opinion. It's... I loved that drama. Realize we're not talking about that now, but just so that I can get a little bit more street cred, it's not about the music. I just didn't like it. So we're going to talk about The Thieves, which is actually a movie that he was in. And it, he it's with the leading lady from uh, My Love from Another Star. Yes. Uh, how many of us have watched it, though? I've watched I, it. I not have me. not. No, not me. Okay. And I had to put it in, though, because I enjoyed this movie so much. And it's an yeah. ensemble cast, so it's not just yeah. about his character. It's definitely like a high-powered ensemble cast, and it's kind of a Ocean's Eleven kind of vibe. Yeah. 
It does have it's that very kind of ocean eleven-y, where these group of thieves are coming in to pull this job, and it's like a big payoff. And he's one of the thieves, along with uh, Jun Ji Hyun, is also one of the thieves, and they kind of have flirty relationship without it being a real relationship. Yeah, they have good chemistry. I mean, like, oh, they, the- and they have the sexiest kiss. They right. have the best clips out there, but I've never watched it. And I don't know why I've watched clips and not watched the movie. I think for a long time it was not available. However, I believe it is available now on Vicky and possibly Amazon. Okay. So. That would explain that would explain a lot because I've seen for me to have seen clips and thought that the clips were good and not to have seen the movie means there had to be some kind of a yeah. Did you see the clips of the kiss? Because, oh, my word. Yeah, I saw I saw several different clips. So, okay, I feel better about myself now. But now I feel like I kind of want to watch it with you because it's a really good movie. (laughs) Well, you know, it's August and it's my birthday month. All of you can watch something with me. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. I would go in with that because I love Ocean's Eleven. I love a good heist movie. I do too because it's definitely uh there's no honor among thieves kind of thing so everyone's kind of swindling each other oh yeah it's it's so enjoyable and i just really enjoyed it and all the characters were just brilliant and she movie night let's plan it and he did a great job because he was what was he he was like the he was the tech guy i think wasn't Mm -hmm. he jen i think he was like the tech guy that did all the tech stuff for the team it was good. It's very good. Which comes to another movie. Uh, one which would make his cameo in Crash Landing on You. Yes. So much more sense. <laughs> and that movie is Secretly Greatly, I where he it. plays a North Korean officer who infiltrates South Korea in a long-term sting, where he pretends to be a bumbling chicken like, delivery man kind of thing yes yeah. he gets like a uh, house sit and he's like a bumbling idiot kind of like he's not that bright and he delivers chickens but he's really like this sexy north korean agent super spy but he has to live long term this life and he's like when are you guys gonna have me do something because it's been years and i'm still here doing this you know thing but it, yeah. it's cute it could have been a better tightly wound story arc, but I think it it's worth watching. You know, it's two hours. So I agree. It was fun. Um, and it especially like, so he's got that green like sweatsuit that he wears. And then he's sort of like, that's that he has the cameo in Crash Landing for You wearing the same outfit. Uh, it was just perfect. And then, of course, yeah, his big bushy hair. I really I did enjoy it. Carrie, did you watch Secretly Greatly? No, ma'am. I didn't either. I think it's available on Amazon for purchase. I don't think it's free streaming anywhere. I think you can rent it on Amazon now, if I recall. So so movies are a little bit harder because I live in an area where the movies will never come to a theater near me. Dramas, of course, show up on a lot of our streaming sites, but the movies don't show up very often. So I miss a lot of the movies... And don't even know or think about them until we do something like this. And I'm like, oh, hey. Yeah. yeah. 
just for future notice for our listeners, do try Amazon. A lot of times they will have it um, available for renting, and it usually costs about $4. So if you do want to get some of that Korean movie content, uh, they do have quite a few streaming, but they do have a wide selection in that you can rent now that didn't used to be available, like even five years ago. These didn't used to be available. And so and Netflix has a lot of movies yeah, these days. Netflix too. has been yeah. it. and Vicky also is getting yeah. quite a large uh, movie collection because they've made some new copyright Perfect. deals with various companies. So So let's talk about the world's best cameos. Um <laughs> We talked about Crash Landing on You and the famous green suit, but I want to talk about the Hotel de Luna cameo because that needs to be a sequel. Agreed. His Somebody hair, agreed. His hair, his outfit, him standing there in a speakeasy. Bring it. I'll watch that all day, every day with ice cream. Well, and what I loved is that it was the, um, oh, I can't remember his name. He's uh, the leading man that's on Hotel de Luna. What's his name again? Yajingu. He actually did multiple roles with Kim Soo-hyun in various parts where they're either the younger and older versions or they were the younger siblings to an older version in Giant. Uh, so they've actually been in multiple shows together. Uh, this is not their first time. I think this might even be like their fourth or fifth time being in a drama together. And so I really liked that they connected those two back together. So Agreed. I was a huge fan. Yes, absolutely. And I just, I kind of liked the whole Rat Pack feel he had going in Hotel Del Luna as opposed to the crazy bushy hair North Korean sleeper spy. <laughs> But I mean, both cameos were brilliant. And honestly, it kind of, it, even in those brief moments, it exposes his range to be, you know, playing from the fool to the very suave gentleman. Yeah, I loved it. Like when he showed up in Hotel Del Luna, I was so excited. First of all, because it felt like maybe that was going to be a sequel. Um, and I was thinking that maybe like, oh, well, maybe this will be his first project after he gets back from the military. But, but I think this cameo was really his first project. Uh, it was so good, though. It just it made me want to watch the whole show with him in it. And yeah, of course, I was kind of disappointed because I was like, now there's a leading character that looks like he has some depth because I just didn't feel the leading man in that show. And so I was kind of we like, know. oh, I would have <laughs> enjoyed that. <laughs> and as far as Crash Landing on You, I think I loved I loved it that because I was like, oh, it's the same guy from from. The, uh, from but the I think movie. it was lost on so many people because they didn't know the reference. That's why I felt it was like a little secret gift just for me. Yeah. Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about a good chunk of his filmography. So let's talk about which ones we think are must watch from the show. I am thinking we just pick two because, I mean, he has so many. For me, I'm going to pick Moon Embracing the Sun because me I too. do think... It is by far one of his most stellar performances as an actor. It had so much range and so much emotion. And he was quite young when he actually performed this. And to have that much gravitas to it at that age was just really impressive. I really, really love his performance in that show. 
And I have to pick my other is it's okay to not be okay because he's just blowing away my perception of what a leading man can do. And it's not all against, oh, does he have chemistry with the leading lady? It's just him on screen. It's just brilliant. And there's one scene where he has a emotional breakdown because of a situation that happened with his brother. And my heart just broke. And the absolute raw emotion that was coming through was phenomenal. And so that gets my second choice, even though I love some of his other performances as well. I am another vote for It's Okay. I really feel like he is, he's really stretching himself and he, he's, he's able to convey so many different emotions. Like I have really emotionally connected with his character. Mine is going to be you who came from the stars. Number two, right there, because uh, y'all, we need to just talk about him getting drunk and showing up in her bedroom and staking his claim when he didn't even know what a claim was. I just, I, I love how he is able to, his comedic timing is really good. He's, he's one of those actors that can go from dead serious to making you laugh and want to pee yourself. And I like that. And in that same note for full range, I would say, I would have to say it's okay not to be okay. I mean, obviously we are all in agreement that is just, it's his best work to date so far. And then dream high to see his early, kind of the early days and the range that he had going from that. And then it's more of a journey going from dream high into it's okay not to be okay. So for me, oh gosh, I'm, I kind I have to echo Camus. So I love Moon Embracing the Sun. I think that he just, you can see those glimpses of all that he's going to become He's just, he manages to just draw your attention and command the screen, even when he was quite young. And, and it's okay to not be okay, because I just, you can see the range of emotion that he can portray on screen. He goes from just soft and tender and um, just gentle to like having this hidden angst and, oh my gosh, amazing. So those are my two choices, which uh, it's the same as Kimi's choice. Does anybody else feel like they're secretly texting each other like, back mine up? <laughs> no, Jen and I are just in sync. We've been yes, we've been drama buddies for many a year now. <laughs> and we actually became friends because we had very similar tastes. That's so true. I think it's that might be just some of that coming through. If you are in the mood... <laughs> Each person, so we're supposed to now pick the ones that they think had promised but wished it was better. Um, I'm going to say, for me, it would be Dream High. And like I said, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get interested. This is the worst question. Um, Usually there's more range between the ones we loved and the ones that were just like, yeah. But he is so talented that really... He doesn't really do crappy projects. I mean, really, it's just... And two of the ones that I haven't watched were more access than choice. Oh, producers, I'm sorry. Producers, I, it sounded really good. And I started that and I was like, ooh, that's that's just not, not me. So there you go. 
So for me, I think I'm going to choose Secretly Greatly for this one, just because it could have been a little stronger story. It had a really cute premise. He did a great performance, but some of the plot arcs were a little clunky. The scenes didn't just flow as well as I would have preferred them to. And that was in no way his fault. It was just the fault of the director, writer, and what they chose to do with the pacing. And so I think that one could have definitely been a little better, uh, but still worth the two-hour watch. So so for me, um, I'm not actually going to pick anything for this category, I think, because I have must-watches still. So You Who Came From The Stars is my next choice. It's just that there were two really great ones that I had to recommend last time. So um, I felt like I still need to mention that. And then also, I think the Thieves movie is something that would be fun for people to watch. So I'm going to put that in as maybe not must watch. So maybe it's more in this category that if you're in the mood, you could watch it. That sounds fair. And then for for me, it's not if you're in the mood, you just not personally connected because it's no knock on him or on the drama just uh moon embracing the sun and you who came from the stars just they didn't do it for me but it's not because of him it's not because of the drama they're just my personal taste so now it's time for the diehard fan picks and i think that it is similar to how the mock Knight said it's not his performance or the show. It's just what your personal taste is. And my personal taste, you know, I just didn't like the producers as much as I wanted to. And so why I wouldn't even say this is a diehard fan pick necessarily. It's just the one that I probably would be last to rewatch at any time soon. So, so I would say that producers is probably the one that I would be the most hesitant to recommend to somebody else. So in in that sense, however, I actually plan if I possible, I'd like to rewatch it because I'm wondering if, you know, my expectations sort of colored what I was seeing or anyway, I, I think I'm going to watch it anyway. I, he does great work. So I would like, and I love him. So I'll watch everything. And see, for me, I have no diehard fan pick. So I think we kind of already discussed this, the whole it's okay to not be okay, whether we like it, because usually we talk about their current drama, but I think we did go quite in depth into that. Um, so I, since it all was on our must watch list, I'm going to just say yay on his current drama. It still has three episodes to go, but I cannot imagine it tanking at this point. So and he has in great chemistry too. Like the chemistry yes. is oh. fabulous. The whole yes. thing is fabulous. I mean, his brother's performance, his performance, everyone and everything in the storytelling and the cinematography, just every aspect of this drama is incredible. Agreed. Um, a thousand times agreed. Agreed. Okay. It's just, it's just amazing. Two thumbs up and a woohoo. <laughs> It got a woohoo. <laughs> I don't know. You, you got a woohoo like you mean it. that for abs. Although there were abs in this. So maybe it got more multiple woohoos. <laughs> um, I haven't even been able to keep count of the ab scenes. And so it is hitting all there, the right I points. I want to say me. there were three. So that was good. But they were like long ab scenes. So it wasn't like just a glimpse of ab. It was lingering ab. So yeah. I give it a five out of five for abs. Amen. And five out of five woohoos. That's right. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> thanks for joining us for this episode. 
Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast and about Kim Soo Hyun. And if there's another specific actor or theme you would like us discuss, to discuss, let us know. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. <laughs>